When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. And I'm BJ. And this week we are talking a little bit about Dragon Quest XI, uh, revisiting Dragon Quest XI, because uh, I'm currently replaying it. I mentioned that whenever we were getting all nostalgic for our like comfort food games. Yep. And I, I was like, okay, well... Uh, I guess I'll play this. And I decided to play <laughs> Vanilla Vanilla DQ11. because Not even not, S. N- not even S. Because in my mind, I like the vanilla version better. I think the pacing of the game okay. is much better without all those side stories in there. Don't get me wrong. I like the side stories, but it completely messes up the narrative for me. Like I'm, I like it much better with that not jammed into the center of the story the way it is. Okay. And so I decided to play 11 um, because I have not played vanilla 11 since 2018. I played it when it was new in 2018. And then since then I've played the 3ds version um, right. uh, yep. of, of Dragon Quest 11. I, I went with the chibi 3d look, not the 2d. And then I've played 11 S and beaten it twice on both times on switch and then i have like messed around with the 2d version of 11s quite a bit um on yeah. switch too and so uh, i i was like you know what i'm gonna go back to vanilla dragon quest 11 this is a game that i've played a whole whole lot in the last <laughs> like five years four four yeah. and a half years god how long has it been yeah yeah it was it was like fall 2018 so uh, this is what spring 2023, so like four and a half years God. around there. And I, so I played it a lot, and I decided, you know what, it's time to go back to Vanilla 11 and just see what it's like. Because, right, admittedly, like in my mind, there's some things that I've I've realized even from replaying it that is in 11s that wasn't in 11 that I just in my mind was in 11 to begin with. Yeah, um, that, like that's what. Kind of, like uh like battle speed adjusting battle speeds like you could do it really super fast in 11s yeah you mess with it and i forgot that that wasn't in the vanilla version of 11 you actually you know it's, it feels uh like just normal paced turn-based combat huh well i'll be and uh just just tiny things like that the the 11 uh vanilla 11 you know has crossbows the crossbow mini game yeah, uh, which I which I have still enjoyed doing, and I still I don't know why they took that out of 11s because I still like doing it. Like even even in the earlier parts of the game, I there were I did, don't remember where they all are or anything, and I just saw it and I was like, oh, crossbow target, yay! And kind of got like nostalgic. Right. Yeah. I got sentimental for a crossbow <laughs> target. I was like, oh, I remember this, and so it's just been um, it's been fun doing that, but also. It's been 
it's been a little weird too because I played 11s the de- all the way up through the where the demo ends uh, on PS5, and right. I'm playing yeah. I'm playing the PS4 uh, disc version of Vanilla 11 um, on the PS5, but it's still like it doesn't quite it looks beautiful, but it doesn't it's not as like optimized as 11s is, and you can really tell in places. Yeah. Um, that is just like there's a little you can there's a subtle differences in, in quality there but um but yeah i mean overall i've been having a really good time with it so all of this is to just say that i decided that like doing a, a short little episode on revisiting dragon quest 11 um sounded fun for today because there are some things that i thought were kind of neat that i wanted to talk about I figured what better place than here? What better time? A better than time than now. Because <laughs> I'm also playing Tony Hawk right now. So see, it, <laughs> right. It, it all goes back. I'm playing American Wasteland, not not Pro Skater 1 or 2. So right? I dreamed the other night, think, talking about that, I dreamed the other night that I was able to find uh, American Wasteland on PS5 on the PlayStation Store. And I don't remember if it was like a remaster or anything like that, but I found it on the PlayStation Store and then like, the next day, I'm sitting there. I'm actually playing Tony Hawk 1 or 2, and I was like, wait a second. Was that a dream, or did I actually do that and not buy it? So I had to go searching for it, and I got really sad because it was a dream where I wanted <laughs> it on there. And I don't know where my GameCube copy of American Wasteland is. And so I'm like, it wasn't in, in the uh, uh, binder where I thought it was. So I may have gotten rid of uh, Tony Hawk 3 and American Wasteland. But yeah, I dreamed about it that I wanted to play it so much. Yeah, I actually, I like I've got my whole PS2, you know, like set up downstairs now. And I'm at the very end of American Wasteland now. I think I'm right. probably going to go and play Tony Hawk's Underground after this because I'm still kind of in the mood for Tony Hawk. But then after that, I think I'm. I think I might try a Dragon Quest Eight on PS2 uh, playthrough because I, oh, I, I, wow. have, I I have the PS2, I have a memory card now, and I have Dragon Quest Eight on PS2, but I've never actually played the PS2 version. So I'm like, hey, okay. might as well. I've only played Dragon Quest Eight the one time, so I'm kind of like maybe I'll try it on PS2. Not gonna guarantee that I beat it, but I'm gonna at least try to replay it. And yeah. I thought, yeah. So that can I thought that can make some fun episodes down the line. But I'm also like, whenever I get done with eleven, I'm wanting to check out Slime Mori Mori three. It's just yeah. Uh, I'm trying not to juggle too many video games at once because I want to give them all the like time they deserve. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and right now I'm playing Chained Echoes. Actually, after you had recommended it, I wanted to play it and uh have really been enjoying it like uh that and i'm thinking about getting octopath traveler too i know i have not been wanting to play long games and of course that's the one i'm thinking about but i really enjoyed the uh the little bit of the demo i played much better yeah. than the first one yeah cool yeah chain echoes i love and if anybody listening anybody listening go play chain echoes it's super good yeah that was my game of the year uh for 2022 um, like was it I, yeah i can yeah. totally see why i know you had mentioned it might be i didn't know if that was actually something you had listed yeah yeah so uh i mean i love it uh, octopath traveler 2 i've had zero interest in because of how much i disliked the first one and just how much right. i have not really enjoyed team asano games um so yeah i have not even checked out the demo or anything on octopath 2 but i do uh, have to say for people like you and me both who didn't like the hd2d blur thing that they do 
uh, this one, when you turn it off on the PS5, at least it made a difference that uh, it made a real difference in how the uh, the world looked and how uh, fuzzy and weird the uh, headache it gave you was, uh, at least on the PS5 version that I played the demo on. Uh, that actually did make a difference this time, unlike uh, the, the first version. Oh, OK. Well, that's cool. So. So it maybe maybe that would work. I know you don't still don't like the whole thing, but I did turn it off and it uh, it made the visuals much more bearable. I guess. Yeah. I guess the way I, to put it. I, I think it's the game. Like I just don't like Octopath Traveler. Like the yeah. The there's just so many things about it I just don't like. Um, Which is understandable. It, like the Live Alive that was Team Asano and that was fine. Like I played through it and it was fine because it was like a remake. I guess. Right. Um, whereas, like, just the Octopath Traveler two, like systems and stuff, and like, not for me. Yeah. The it, I don't I didn't think it was gonna be for me, but I keep like trying to make myself like not spend the money on it. Where I'm like, you're not gonna play all the way through it. You're not gonna play all the way through it. Wait till it's on sale. Wait till it's on sale. But I'm like, it's so fun in the demo. So <laughs> that's how I talk to myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, my some so some of the most fun that I've been having with Dragon Quest Eleven is I decided the whole purpose of this of me replaying it, other than like you know I got I realized I hadn't you know checked it out in a while whenever we were recording the episode was that I was like you know what I've played this game so much I'm sure there's stuff I haven't found in the game or haven't done in the game before that I just right, want yeah. to want to try to get familiar with so I've been using the uh, party chat a whole, whole lot more than I ever have. Oh, really? Yeah, because, and I haven't found anything like super great yet, you know, like there's some, there's some fun ones that get shared around online a lot. And there's some that, you know, I've seen before, but it's like, uh, for the most part, at least where I am now, and I'm probably 15 to 20 hours into it, Okay, um, where I'm at now, like most of it is just kind of like them giving you game hints, <laughs> like telling mm, you where to go. Right. Like Eric will be like, we we have to hurry and get to blah 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 blah, and it's just like, yep, I know that. Thanks, um, thanks, Legolas. Th yeah, but there's some, there's some cool, uh, but still, I've been trying to do that kind of stuff, and like early on in the uh, the like tutorial, I guess, for lack of a better word, where you're yeah. climbing up the uh, sanctuary with uh, Gemma and Sandy in mm -hmm. your party, I like. Uh, I never really hung around enough to see what all Gemma can do because she's not mm. really in your party. Like she can't be attacked. And a lot of the time it's like, it's just like Gemma cheers you on from afar. And I'm, it's just mm -hmm. kind of like, what good are you? Why are you here? <laughs> and, and I, mean, I, I hate Gemma just as a character and like, just in, in, in relation to the story of DQ 11 and just everything, like she has, no personality serves like no purpose other than just being like your childhood friend, just extremely generic. And so that kind of goes hand in hand with that generic feeling where I was just like, wow, okay, well, good job. Thanks for cheering me on. I'm glad the game is pausing to tell me this. But I figured out, and, and this is not necessarily new information or anything, um, but I figured out that she will actually heal you. I just sat there. For a little while, I guess that early yeah. in the game, like you don't really ever have to be healed because a lot of times you can just you can either like one hit or two hit the like enemies yeah. and you have Sandy in your party, too. But if you sit there and just like let the slimes beat you up, um, Gemma will hear what will Gemma will 
heal you and apparently oh. has like an unlimited supply of medicinal herbs that she'll just throw on you if you just sit well, there and, and if you just sit there and take the hits. Yeah. So I think I don't, I, I've I sat there for a while and uh, she would always heal me. So I think it's their way of not letting you die. I think it may be impossible. Oh, yeah. to, I think it might be impossible to die during that, that portion, which is wow. something I'd never really thought sense. about. Yeah, it makes sense, but something I'd never really thought about. And so I just kind of sat there and wasted Maybe not wasted, spent. <laughs> spent the time. Spent yeah. spent like 10, 15 minutes just letting stuff really like, you know, bonk on me. And uh and yeah, she would throw healing herbs on me, uh medicinal herbs. So I don't think you can die. No matter how hard oh. you try, I don't think it'll let you. Oh. But it's stuff like that. It's just kind of goofy right. things like that where I'm like, you know what, I play this game so much. I'm just gonna like uh, mess around and see mess around and experiment and see what see what you can figure out yeah see what happens and um so i've been so it's stuff kind of like that but then also it's just like i it's it's interesting to me too on the other side of this is that as much as i have played it as much as i've played it like i feel like i'm still picking up on some things where i'm like oh this is neat like in right in the uh in the mangle grove the it's that uh you know one of the first areas you go to after uh-huh. you know you and eric team up and you have to go and like a, a tricky devil has turned the yep. carpenter guy into a dog right yep and i was getting to that stuff and i was like oh hey cool this is kind of like a neat little callback to like dragon quest 2 for example where moonbrook is a dog when you first run into her and you have to get her a uh, little curse lifted to get oh, her yeah. to be back into a human and just like little things like that where I'm like, this is, this is neat. Like I never really picked up on that, but this could totally be one of those uh, like Dragon Quest callbacks that you see a lot yeah. in 11. And I mean, there's a lot of them. Like I know, like I know that uh, I feel like I've mentioned this where it's like the, uh, the puff puff and um, mm-hmm. where you can go through and it's, it's just like the one in DQ three where yep. it's like you follow the lady up through, you lay on the bed or whatever. And then it's the toughie guy (laughs) it's like talking um like there's those kind of things which i which i feel like are more um like immediate and then there's a plot line in hado you know that's very much like uh japang in three Mm -hmm. uh with the dragon and everything there's just like a lot of of things like that that i feel like are more noticeable but this time i feel like i'm kind of like picking up on some more subtle things um i also you know the kind of thing that makes it actually you look at it as a as a kind of a piece of art in a way because it's like you go back and read novels and in different kinds of books and you you notice new things all the time like that's why you reread stuff and some some games you replay through and you don't really get anything new out of it but with something like this it's uh it's always really interesting when there are so many things to find even for somebody who knows as much about the game as you do yeah, for sure. And there's like, I don't know, there's um, like other stuff that I noticed that I think comes from like the first time I was playing, I didn't really know what to expect. It's a new game. I'm playing it for the first time. Yeah. And then playing the 11S versions later on, it was like I knew where stuff was. So like, for example, in, in Heliodor, when you're in Heliodor for the first time and there's that like kind of introductory side quest where it's like you go and find the book. It's like I would run mm-hmm. straight to that book 
and I would get it. And I was like, oh, I remember how to get up on top of this roof and find and open this treasure chest. And I remember where this little kid's cat is on this roof and just things like that. Where it was like when I've played 11S those times, you know where the stuff is at this point. And so like I have found whenever I was in Heliodor at one point, I found like a little corner in an area that I'm sure I explored on my first playthrough, but then in like subsequent playthroughs, it's just like I ran to the stuff I needed and, yeah. and then left. Um, and, but I noticed that there, there's actually a little corner where there's two posters. There's two posters hanging up in the corner and one is advertising the circus where you're going to meet Silvando. And right. the other one is advertising uh, the fighting tournament. Oh. And they're just the one like with plastered. The, the, the one, Vince? Or, uh, Victor. Vince, yeah. Vince. Keith. I can't, I can't <laughs> think of names. My God, you know me. One of those g- kind of. Why I don't do I think his gen- name is Keith. I don't want to say generic, he but like, like common, Keith. common, common. An like, ordinary person's name. Like good, like, yeah, like, like you don't. I, it's almost like good guy names. Like no one names their villain Keith. No one names their. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Keith, Keith has good energy. <laughs> it's true. Like Keith is your friend who brings you like who brings you like a muffin because he's thinking about you. <laughs> it's true. He, it, yeah, he's not like, a, like Keith is not someone who's like making blood sacrifices in a forest somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I get it. Yeah. Vince is like your, right. your buddy. He's a good guy. Yeah. And Keith has like good guy energy. Yeah. I, I can get why you would fly. Yeah. It's like, uh, Hey, I'm Keith. is going to be the one to do this. Uh, but yes, uh, it's the fighting stuff where you Vince and like Jade and Rab and everybody. Um, where I thought that was cool where I don't, if I had noticed that before it had never right. like, really latched on and, uh, maybe they're plastered in other cities too, but I was just, I just happened to be in like one corner of Heliodor and was like, Hey, that's some cool, like foreshadowing that right. these like posters are, are slapped over here. And then you get to see them later on. It's kind of like, um, Final Fantasy nine, uh, did a similar thing with Amaranth long before Amaranth ever joins your party. There's lots of places in nine where you see his wanted poster. And, oh, uh, I've never, I actually have never noticed that. Yeah, you and see if I his, did, I, I completely forgot about it. You see his uh, wanted poster, and there's even in uh, in Trino, which you get to at the very right. beginning of Disc Two. Uh, there's even one hanging on the wall there, and you can go over and interact with it, and it'll say something about being wanted, and it will say fl- the Flaming Amaranth or whatever as his name under there. Um, as kind of like a tease that you're going to be getting, uh, that you're going to be encountering this guy later on, and. Um, and, and it's kind of a cool reference, too, because Trino is when Zidane tricks him. If you watch that ATE, that's where Zidane uh-huh. tricks him, and he first becomes like a quote-unquote wanted criminal um, uh. and everything. So there's like lots of cool little connections. And so anytime I can find that in other games, it's always exciting. And so that's kind of what it reminded me of in DQ11 here was that was the uh, Amaranth wanted posters in FF9, which I thought was, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that is neat. Before we talk just a little bit more about DQ11, though, I think it's time for a little shameless self-promotion. Shamey, shamey, shameless, shamey, shamey, shameless, shameless, shameless. It's like Jitterbug, but shameless. Yeah. Shameless, shameless. Yes. 
um, I can definitely picture Michael J. Fox playing that at prom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a Back to the Future reference. <laughs> it is. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no cake this week. Uh, but anyway, going back to our shameless self-promotion, we do have a Patreon page. You can find that over at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. And just a huge shout out to all of our patrons. And uh, we re- just really appreciate and are thankful uh, for all of you guys. Yeah, we really are. I have nothing shameless to plug myself. Do you? No, I really we're, don't. We're boring now. There for a while we had some like... That's true. We had uh, stuff going on. Yeah, we had some stuff going on. And then now... Uh, we don't for community. We do have a community spotlight this week, though, that I wanted to bring up because it's been uh, it's been a while since we've done one. We haven't done one this year yet. Um, but our good friend Kyrie, who does a lot of Dragon Quest art um, and has sent me some really cool Dragon Quest art in the past, is actually working on like this really cool fan book guide uh, for Dragon Quest, like Dragon Quest One, and yeah. she, she's been showing her illustrations. Uh, over on Twitter a lot and they just look really really cool and I'm super excited for this book and I'm totally going to be buying it uh, whenever it gets finished because it looks really really cool like I don't need a guide to play Dragon Quest 1 but I want all the pretty artwork and I want the right. funny funny like little bubbles like dialogue bubbles that she's given characters and stuff like that like it all just looks really really cool you can tell there's a lot of effort that's gone into it right I'm excited for that. When it comes out, I'll be sure to mention it on here um, because I'm personally excited for this. Uh, but anyway, so getting back over into uh, Dragon Quest Eleven playthrough is uh, one thing that I am a little bit disappointed in. I know I mentioned the speed up combat, but that I'm just like, whatever. I'm, I'm fine with just, you know, the OG turn-based combat that was a little slower yeah. in Eleven. The thing that, that I guess bugs me the most uh, that I had forgotten about is you can't do silly things like dancing beside of NPCs um, in the vanilla 11 version. And so like you get to like the band huh. and, and Heliodor and one of my favorite things, I don't know why I, you don't get like any kind of achievement or trophy or anything for it. There's no like story beat change. I always love going up to the band that's playing there in Heliodor and like doing right. my goofy little luminary dance uh, beside of the band. Apparently that doesn't exist in Vanilla Eleven. Huh. Like I've, like I, I did not remember that, and I was really confused because, um, like, I just I got there and I was like I'm gonna dance, and I went over there and I was kind of like, oh, how do you dance? And then I started pushing buttons around, and then I was like, oh wait, I think that was maybe like part of the photo mode, uh, edition that Eleven S had. Oh, uh, it could have been, yeah, because they added a bunch of stuff like that in for that. Yeah, and so I've been disappointed that I can't dance with NPCs. Uh, I know I've been talking about some interesting things I found in DQ11, but I'm bummed out that I can't dance with with strangers. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. odd. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I did not re- even think about being in just 11S. Yeah, I didn't either, but I just went over there and you can't do it, and now I'm sad. So um, hmm. call me Whitney Houston because I want to dance with somebody. Well, that's it for this week, folks. <laughs> uh, you can find us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I really wanted to, uh, I really wanted to do that. And also, I know, um, like going back to Sandy for a minute, I remember in uh, like a few episodes back, you were talking about how disappointed you were that Sandy didn't get to stay in your party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I totally wish he would. 
but when you said that, when you said that, I was like, I was like, why? At the time, in my mind, I was like, why did BJ think that? I don't, I remember Sandy, like, being around with you, but I don't remember, like, ever being like, oh, she's going to be in my party forever. But then I realized as I was replaying Vanilla 11, like, she's actually helps fight alongside of you in your party for a little bit. Like, I just Yeah, so it was for a while, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take my dog with me. Yeah, I never really caught that because of, of, I guess it's because it's the tutorial so I was like, right. you know, I did it, I did it the first time and then forgot. And then subsequent playthroughs, it's kind of like, uh, like a lot of times when I do subsequent playthroughs of games, like the tutorial sections, you kind of just run it on autopilot <laughs> where it's like, okay, yeah, I know how to, I know this, I, I, I'll get through all this, but you're not necessarily paying attention. Um, so I guess, so it didn't click with me then, but then this last time when I was playing, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. She's actually with you for a good while. Um, also, shout out while we're on the subject of Sandy. That's kind of one of my favorite gags from DQ11 as well. Is when oh, yeah. you, come, you come back to your town and Gemma is like, um, I believe it's after you beat the game, where Jenna is like, guess who's guess who's pregnant or something like that uh, to the luminary. And because it's after, I guess you've married Gemma. Um, right. she's, the only, she's the only option, unfortunately, uh, in Vanilla uh, 11. And anyway, uh, where she's like, it's Sandy and and Sandy has yeah. puppies. Um, anyway, I like that gag. I appreciate that gag in DQ11. I think really just to kind of kind of wrap up here is that like I am very interested because I'm trying to uh, like I've been I've been spending a lot of time reading up kind of like last week I talked about DQ2. Um, like I've been trying to to remember and just focus a lot on dq11 now and so like i've pulled out pulled out the art book um a lot and i've pulled out like the the art book that came with like the collector's edition that one too um the other art book you know is like in japanese so i can't necessarily read it but i mean it's an art book so you just look at pretty pictures and uh like i've just i've really been falling in love with dq11 again has been really nice because there's things that like i have played this game quite a bit but still, I mean, the game is only like four years old um, mm-hmm. for us, at least. I mean, it was 2017 in Japan, but uh, it's only really four years old and I have played it a lot. But there's still like a lot of stuff that I'm still finding out. Like, I don't feel like I know it. I don't feel like I know it like the back of my hand yet. And like FF, FF9 is one of those games that like I feel like I know like the back of my hand. Like I can pretty much tell yeah. you anything about it. Um, but again, I've been playing it like every year for like 20, 23 years or whatever. Yeah. So how's that like, feel? 23 I mean, years. It feels good. Cause I love the game. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that it's that old now. Yeah. is kind of like weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's been, it's been really cool just getting in and playing with DQ 11 again. And I'm not like super far into it. Um, but yeah. and it's also, it's again, I'm like 15 to 20 hours, but that, our time is a little bit skewed because of doing stupid stuff, like sitting there for 10 minutes and just seeing what will happen in the first fight. If I just let the slimes attack yeah. me nonstop, things like that. I, uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm sure I'll do like a follow-up episode like months from now, whenever I've beaten it again, um, to see what else, if anything, uh, that I found in here, but I would like to think that there's, Gotta be some good surprises for me, and that I don't know everything about this game yet. 
Yeah, I mean, which is actually kind of surprising that there's this much to to think about as many times as you've played it, as much as you've written about it and just read up on it. Like, it actually kind of uh, amazes me that just the vanilla DQ11 has uh, uh, surprised you this much with as many things about it that you've either forgotten or just kind of skimmed over or whatever. Yeah, what I what I wanted to do with this and is I wanted to try to stream it as i play it and just have like my commentary Uh, as i play it where i like talk about the game and like just share some fun facts but also like discovering those posters for what i think was the first time i found them um but just things like that but it all boils down to just being too busy really lazy i guess if you want to call it that where it's just like uh, i don't want to boot up the game have to stream it and also like my kids are constantly running around i would be talking so it's just like it's not really possible um but if i depending on your audience and how you could bring them in though that could be really fun for people to listen to uh all of your crazy kids running around and uh and uh getting their commentary on it while i while i try to share fun facts about while you try to share share fun facts you know rowan comes by and is like daddy and uh it'd be fun yeah, I'd listen yeah. to that. I think that's funny <laughs> when that kind of thing happens. Yeah. Um, Other people get super embarrassed, and I'm tra- just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kids are just, monsters. It would just be a train wreck, uh, for sure. But anyway, this seemed like the next best thing, because there was a lot of times when I've been playing it that I was just like, oh, I wish, you know, I'd like to talk to this, uh, about this with somebody, or I'd like to say this yeah. about this thing. And I just... I was sitting quietly in my living room and it's like, I can tell grace, but she doesn't care. <laughs> I can tell, yeah, it's, I, it's I could tell, I could tell Naomi and Naomi would nod and be like, Hmm, but you know, she's not going to get that much out of it. And so, it, um, yeah. So this was kind of like the next best thing. Let me, let me, uh, get it all out without, uh, it, having to, uh, go through all those other loops and, uh, hurdles. But anyway, yeah, I think I think the other thing you said, it was surprising. But I think in addition to it just being like how great DQ11 is that you're that, you know, I can still find some things that I hadn't noticed before. I think part of it, too, is how many different versions there are. Like it makes it really hard to really to really know everything about everything because of there being vanilla and the 3DS version that has, you know, 2D and 3D, but the 3D is different. And then there is the 11s version that's in that, you know, has yeah. all these new additions. And it's just, it's, it is kind of hard because I mean, even like the differences in the vanilla version, you know, like over here in the States, we got voice acting and Japan didn't. Right. I don't, I just, just, that one still baffles me. Like, I just I think, don't get that. Yeah. I, I don't know. But anyway, there's just, I, I think that's part of the reason why I'm still finding stuff is because right. it's like, there's a lot there's just a lot of content and there's a lot of different versions and you just gotta so you know and and two i I like it because i mean i i think i would be disappointed if i were replaying dragon quest 11 right now and right it's like it would be disappointing if i just booted up dq11 and i just knew everything already and it was all the same like i think I, i honestly i think i would be bored right now because of, I mean, I love hmm. the game. I love the game, but it's like if once you find everything in it, it's like you want to, you would want to speed uh, yeah. things along and skip cutscenes and things like that. 
but I can't speed it along and I haven't tried to skip cutscenes. I can't even remember if vanilla has that option, but I'm actually sitting there and watching the cutscenes, you know, whereas, oh, yeah. whereas like I mentioned, comparing it again to FF nine, like I, I talked about how I didn't even read speech bubbles sometimes back when I was having all those head problems because it was hurting to read, but I knew what Kuja was saying. So I just right. like, pressed the X button and it's like, I, I'm not quite there yet with DQ 11. So I don't want to skip cut scenes or anything. Like I know, I know all the highlights and the plot points, the, how to get to a to B to Z, you know, kind of stuff yeah. with the plot, but it's not the same. And so I think, um, you know, I think one day I will probably get to the point where with DQ 11, it's like, I want to go through things fast and I want to skip some cut scenes because I know it, I know them by heart already. Right. But, but I haven't gotten there, there yet. yet. Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. And so it's been fun. It's been fun. That's the takeaway. It's true. It's been fun. If you Thanks skipped every, if you, if you, if you skip the last like 32 minutes of this episode, uh, just, it's been fun. Goodbye. It's been fun. <laughs> yep. Uh, but anyway, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can find us at DragonQuestFM. Remember, we also have that Patreon, patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And you can find me personally on Twitter at DragonQuestin. You can find me on Twitter as at Professor Beege. Uh, find me on Mastodon at Beege at Dice.camp. Uh, you can talk to us on Discord at discord.geek2geekmedia.com. And you can give us your money and support the podcast at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye.